0: This episode is brought to you by Podbean. Podbean is an easy and powerful way to start podcasting. We give you all of the tools you need for a successful podcast, such as unlimited podcast hosting, podcast distribution, monetization options for podcasts of any size, and live stream podcasting capabilities. Sign up today at www.podbean.com. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N.com.
1: Hello and welcome to a murderous affair. My name is Gabrielle and if I have to say one thing about podcasting it's that I enjoy that you guys can't see what I look like right now because I'm kind of a mess because it's four in the morning. But we are officially on episode four and the murderous of the day is Catalina de los Rios y les Something that was made from her full name, Catrala or Catralita. However, there's also a theory running around that the nickname comes from the fact that she whipped her slaves with quintral branches. So that gives you an idea of the person that we're about to learn about today. We are going to journey to country of Chile all the way back to the 1600s. Catalina was born in 1604 to a family of rich landowners, both on her mother's side and her father's side. And it's said from a young age, one of her aunts, along with her grandmother, had started to teach Catalina, the practices of witchcraft. Although she was from a rich family, um, she was one of the few, she actually did not receive a good education and was only semi-literate until her death. So one of the very first accusations against her was that she had actually murdered her own father. At the time her father was confined to his bed, apparently he was poisoned by dinner, which was prepared by Catalina when she was just 18 years old. Now, after becoming the inheritor of all the lands in her family, she moved to uh, the Facenda, El Ingenio, and had a lot of other properties as well. But it was in El Ingenio that many of the stories about Catalina come from. There was a black slave named Natucon Jeton who was killed, and then after his death, Catalina kept him unburied in public view for two weeks. In 1633, Catalina attempted to murder Luis Vasquez, who was a clergyman who actually confronted her on the cruel ways that she treated her slaves and basically anyone who she thought that she can get away with. Um, it was apparent that in that same year that a bishop named Francisco Gonzalez de Salcedo told the Council of the Indies that Catalina had murdered her stepdaughter by beating her to death. She was accused of murdering two lovers, Enrique Enriquez, who was a knight of the Malta, and another who was a knight of Santiago. She was also suspected of ordering the assassination of a priest and of attempting to stab another priest who had visited her in order to quote-unquote redeem her soul. In 1633, her cruelty had actually reached such an extreme that her tenants rebelled and fled towards the mountains and other neighboring cities in an attempt to escape from her. Now, Catalina was so enraged, and she actually recruited an army to bring them back by force. Now, despite of continuous claims of cruelty and abuse, she, of course, did not receive any punishment because she had a lot of money, and she paid off judges and lawyers, and she also had numerous relatives in political positions. Now, one incident was actually ridiculous in its sense of self-grandeur. There was a large carving of a crucifix called Cristo de Mayo. After the Great Chilean Earthquake of 1647, Catalina bought the sculpture and had it placed in her own home. But it is quoted that, her relationship with the crucifix was just as tempestuous as with the other men of her life. It is said that once she became furious because the crucified Jesus appeared to be staring accusingly at her cleavage and then upon that she immediately ordered the removal of the image claiming that no man in her house had the right to give her funny looks. In 1660, Catalina was arrested and brought to Santiago to face murder charges. Because of her wealth and influence, this trial was then stalled. Now the person The person who was in charge of the investigation was Justice Francisco de Mion. Mion moved Catalina, her butler, and her family away from where the trial could take place so that the victims and the families of the victims could testify about the crimes that were committed. Catalina was arrested and took to Santiago to pursue a criminal trial. However, the trial was carried out very slowly because of her relations and dirty money that was spread to all of those involved the publicity surrounding her trial was also not exempt from the Im- from her influences and they favored the de- defendant's case and giving her mythical attributes catalina died on january 15 1665 in her will and testament which was dated in 1665 catalina ordered and paid for masses both for her soul and those of her loved ones as well as those who had lived under her charge. It was said that at this point, because she feared going to hell for eternity, she attempted this in order to kind of put her soul in a favorable position upon her death. After her death, at the age of 61, um, she was mythologized, and her figure actually still lives in Chilean popular culture as as the epitome of the perverse and abusive woman as well as the oppression of Spanish rule. And that is the story of Catalina de los Rios y los also known as La Quintrala. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. This one was, I will admit, a little bit rushed by myself. I would love to know what you think. And if you know of any facts that I missed in this historical account, then p- please feel free to let me know. You can always reach me at Furmius Reads on basically every social media, and I'd love to hear from you guys. But for now... That's all I have for you guys today. So I will see you guys next week. Okay. Goodbye.
0: This episode is brought to you by Podbean Live. Podbean Livestream is a unique platform for turning your podcast production into a live show. It's open to any podcast or on any hosting site. Easily invite multiple co-hosts and guests to join your live stream. Earn money from live show ticket sales and get listener rewards. And engage your audience in new and exciting ways. Ready to get started? Sign up today at www.podbean.com slash live. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N dot com slash live.